welcome to the first episode of Conversation with a Chef for 2023. I'm Jo Ritty and I love sharing with you the conversations I get to have with talented and passionate chefs. It's the backstory, if you will, to the food they're putting up. I begin today by acknowledging the Wurundjeri people and the Wadawurrung people of the Kulin Nation, traditional custodians of the lands and airwaves where this conversation took place. Lands which were never ceded, lands where communities came together to eat seasonally, locally and without exhausting resources. I pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Today I'm talking to Bocuse d'Or finalist Alex McIntosh and I cannot think of a better way to start the conversation with a chef year than with this conversation. Originally from Canada and longtime fan of Bocuse d'Or, Alex was a finalist in the Bocuse d'Or Australia 2015 a judge for the fish dish in the Bocuse d'Or Australia 2017 and among the crowd cheering on Team Australia in Lyon in 2017. Over his career, Alex has worked at Melbourne Icon Chichonis with Neil Perry at Rockpool Bar and Grill, with Jamie Oliver at 15 Melbourne and at the Atlantic Group as head chef. He then relocated to Geelong and spent almost five years as executive chef for Sea Change Hospitality Group, overseeing some of the Ballerine Peninsula's favourite venues. Alex recently joined the Southwest Brewery in Torquay, while at the same time embarking on his Bocuse d'Or journey. He clearly has a passion for cooking and has been doing it from an early age. It was such a privilege for me to chat to him only two days out from him flying to France and 13 days out from the big day of competition. I absolutely loved talking to Alex and I'll be waiting with bated breath to hear the outcome. Joe here from Conversation with the Chef. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Joe? Good, thank you. Look, thanks so much for your time because I know you must have a million things that you're doing right at the moment. <laughs> uh, it is. It is a busy time. Uh, yeah. But, um, thank you as well for um, you know doing this and, and getting the Boku store name out there as well. Absolutely. Now, I might just start by situating where we are, given that it's a phone call and a podcast and so on. So I'm calling from Melbourne, and you're on the Ballerine Peninsula, at least I think you are today, is that right? That's correct, yes. Um, are you actually at Southwest Brewery in Torquay today? I am not. Yeah. I will be later, yeah. but I'm not this second. Yeah, right. But how long have you been with the brewery? I've been with the brewery um, over two years now, so I started with them before... Um, we opened, helped with the design and the construction of the kitchen and some of the concepts and things like that, mm. and have been with them from the very beginning. Yeah. Um, yeah, but we've taken some time off in the lead up to the Boku store. Of course. Um, and um, we've got a really solid team there in the kitchen looking after things while I'm gone. Amazing. Well, congratulations that you've won the Australian component of the Boku's door, and um. And as you say, you're about to head to Lyon really soon. When do you actually fly out? Yes, well, thank you very much. It's um, I head out on Saturday, so on yeah. the 14th of January. Yeah. Um, so it's all come very quick with, with Christmas and New Year's and the busy summer season. The time's just flying by. That's right. Um, we all fly out this week, and we'll do some training over there yeah. in Lyon in preparation for the big day yeah so the big day is the 23rd and that's the second day of the competition is that right 
That's correct, yeah. Mm. So it's 24 teams, and it's held over two days. Mm. So 12 teams on day one, 12 teams on day two. We're team number eight on day number two. Mm. And and it's... The, day two is, is the day that all the action happens and the awards and everything. So it's, it's a really good day to, to be cooking. Wow. So I think the actual event sounds like um, when they say that it's the culinary equivalent of the Olympic Games. Um, yeah. But it's a really long journey. Well, I guess like the Olympic Games, it's a really long journey um, to even begin the competition. So when did it all start for you? Well, for me, it started a very long time ago. Um, my interest in the Boku store, um, you know, I had an opportunity to work. I'm originally from Canada, and I've mm. been here for about 16 years now. Um, but I had an opportunity to be the, the commie or the assistant chef for Team Canada. Ah. Um, but I never ended up pursuing that and ended up moving to Australia instead. Mm-hmm. And so my interest in it has always been from a young age. And always wanted to compete because I always looked up to this competition. It's the best chefs in the world competing mm. at the highest level, and the food there is just absolutely amazing. Mm. Um, so I've always kept an eye on it. Always tried to be involved. I did the national selection in Australia in 2016. I didn't win that, and you know went to France, watched um, Dan Arnold compete. Uh, who did an amazing job and is now my coach. Mm. So it's it's funny how it worked out. I competed in the national selection against Dan Arnold, didn't win, watched him compete, and now he's, he's <laughs> helping me and he's my coach going to Lyon this year. Nice. Um, you know, I stayed involved, assisted where I can, because a lot of what we do is volunteer work and fundraising work and things like that. So it's there's always lots of opportunities to be involved for people that are interested. Mm. Um, and then last year I thought the timing is right. I'm going to put my hat back in the ring again and won the national selection. And then after the national selection, <laughs> there's the Asia Pacific qualifying is, is the area that Australia falls under. Um, well, to give, to give you the, the broader strokes, the competition, there is national selections, there is qualifying, so there's European, Africa, Asia Pacific, and Americas, and then the top teams from those go to the finals in Lyon. So after I did the national selection in 2022, Mm. I believe, um, then we did Asia Pacific qualifying, Mm. which we progressed to the finals and that'll be in the next couple of weeks amazing that is so yeah do you go with one dish is that how it works so they give you a theme Uh which you need to cook off of so this year there's there's always two dishes okay so when the competition began there was always a meat platter and a fish platter and it was presented on the platter and they walk it past the judges, and then you go and plate it up individually. Now, it's as times have progressed, it's changed slightly. So we're doing this year a fish platter, and then a plated, a three-course menu plated 
So you need to work on the theme that they give you. And then you, then the job is to represent the food that you do as well as the country that you come from. Mm. So the platter for the theme platter this year is monkfish, mm-hmm. uh, scallops, and mussels. So we have to use those three key ingredients, put our theme onto it, and put the Australian flavors and native ingredients onto it. So a lot of my theme and inspiration is the Great Ocean Road area that we work in, um, that I work in. So the brewery is located in Torquay, mm. and it's the start of the Great Ocean Road and where the land meets the sea and all those flavors coming together um, is what I'm, is the theme that I'm focusing on. Because mm. I like to show where in the world we are. And I think that's an important part of it. And when I travel, I want to taste food of that area. So mm. I think it's really important to, to do that. Then the second theme is the plated dish. So we need to do a three-course menu with the theme of Feed the Kids. And oh. it's about children and nutrition. And also pumpkin is the ingredient we have to use for that theme. Wow. So we need to do a cold vegan entree a hot vegetarian main with pumpkin and an egg, and then a pumpkin dessert. So we have to do 15 portions of each from scratch in five and a half hours. Wow, I hadn't realized it's so prescriptive, isn't it? It's very, um, wow. It is is very structured and very unique. There's no other competition like it, and that's why it's just held in such prestigious regard Absolutely. it is really the toughest of the tough and the best of the best competing and i just feel um you know i've always and still look up to all the other chefs that have been involved in, and competed in this competition and it, it's um you know humbling to be able to stand beside them absolutely and so what are they judging you on? That might seem like a silly question, but are they looking at technique, obviously, or is it a range of things, flavour, timing, all of that stuff? Yeah, it is. They judge you on absolutely everything that you can be judged on. You know, your organisation, your cleanliness, your speed, um, consistency. You know, they're looking at every single plate and, you know, it's all got to be perfect and look exact. Mm. Um, but at the end of the day, it's a cooking competition. So all those things I mentioned, you know, have a certain percentage of the score, but 50% of the score is flavor. Mm. Um, so no matter what it looks like and how clean you are, if it doesn't taste good, you're not going to win. So it is still about flavor at the end of the day. Mm. Which I think is important, obviously. Yes. You, want to, you want to enjoy the food you're eating, um, no matter how beautiful it is, um, yeah. or, you know, the, the backstory. Um, amazing. So when you're practicing, do you, I mean, that's hours of work, because I guess you have to practice to time and make sure you're doing all those 15 courses. Is that, what you, is that how you practice for this, or...? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Practicing is fifteen. Key. Yeah, sorry, um, fifteen. Because you need to, you need that repetition and that muscle memory of knowing how to make things. Because a lot of these 
a lot of these ingredients, not ingredients, but a lot of these recipes and techniques and things are so specific and things designed and, and created for this competition. You know, I've never made it before. Um, like nobody's made these things together before. So it's about repeating it and getting really good at cooking it so you can do it without thinking because of the speed of everything. You need to just know how to do it and know how to go. So it's a down to, everything's timed down to the minute. Like we know that this job takes five minutes, this job takes 12 and, and we'll have a coach um, who's Dan Arnold on the other side of the pass saying you're behind on this job or you know yeah. you're on time or you're looking good or you need to hurry up and things like that because it's all scripted down to the minute um, and to get that script right you need to practice as well because you need to know how long it takes you um, so in all, all that to do the competition even though it's five and a half hours of cooking it takes about 20 hours of work Mm. to get it ready to cook because you you can pre like you can organize your ingredients before you go in and it takes a lot of time to organize the ingredients mm. the equipment you know it's all detailed down to the, the amount of spoons you need and spatulas you need and mm. everything like that it's very specific and your commie chef is Tristan Spain. Have you developed a bit of a shorthand code between you as to how you work through all those things? Uh, no, we don't. We just uh, just practicing and working yeah. together, <laughs> learning the dishes together, um, and just developing it like that. Tristan's a great chef. He's been working with me on some of these things and contributed to some of the dishes. And um, so it is, you know, while it while it is. I'm the candidate, you know, there's a whole lot of teamwork mm. amongst this. There's so many people involved doing such a lot, a large amount of hard work to get us there. And it's, um, I feel very privileged to be working with all these people mm. uh, selflessly who are trying to, you know, help Australia succeed and get up on the podium. Mm. And I um and you mentioned that there are the twenty four teams um and on the Bookus Dog site they talk about the competi the competition as being an incubator of talent, passion, and technique, and also a way for countries around the world to showcase their culture and terroir, which you mentioned. That all sounds incredible. So, is that aspect of the competition something you're looking forward to as well? It definitely is. You know, it, it is a competition at the end of the day, and there's a certain amount of you know, secrecy about your dishes and yeah. things like that. You don't reveal anything until the day. You don't want to give anybody an advantage and, and things like that. But um, the amount of people that I've started talking to and and relationships that have developed through this, both in Australia and overseas, is, is really exciting. And, you know, I've talked to some of the other candidates already and develop those relationships and friendships that will carry on um, well past competition day as well. So mm -hmm. it's it's it is a big family. It's a big network of chefs um, from all around the world, and it's such an amazing thing to be part of. Absolutely, and Lyon, Lyon must be heartland um, gastronomy, and you know all the. <laughs> 
the Bouchon and all the oh, Paul Bocuse himself and so on. I mean, it's just an incredible place. Do you have time to enjoy Lyon itself? I'll have a couple of days afterwards. Um, but it, I'll be very focused on, on the competition and the cooking. So it is... Um, We'll, we'll have some a little bit of time off to enjoy, you know, the city and get out a little bit and go to the markets and collect the ingredients for the day to do the, the testing and things like that. But, um, you know, there is a, a work element to it. And, mm. you know, we're very focused on on getting the win yeah. at the end of the day. So. Of course. Um, and I'm always interested, obviously, this uh, podcast conversation with the chef, it's about the backstory. Um, I'm just interested in a little bit about how you got into it, but I watched that beautiful video on your Instagram account made by the Moffat Group, and um, yeah. and you say in it that your mother, grandmother, and great-grandmother were all cooks, so you always knew you wanted to be a chef, which is an incredible thing to know. Um, what are some? What are some food memories that you have from growing up? Um, you know, some of those, a lot of those memories are, you know, around the holidays and, and, you know, Christmas and, you know, when everybody gets together and, you know, there's just so much homemade baking and, you know, all the sweets and, you know, the roast turkeys and, um, you know, we, they're not that popular here, but, um, in Canada and, and my family there was uh, pierogies are very popular so we'd always have handmade pierogies and things like that but also you know growing up you know I started washing dishes in the kitchen when I was 14 and and just because my family was in restaurants and in um, catering facilities and things like that so we would you know I didn't have to think about what I wanted to do because that was always available to me and, and I liked it and just um, developed naturally mm. through kitchens. Um, so it's always being in and around hospitality and, and, you know, having abundance of, you know, homemade fresh food. It's, um, it was always really good. And I'll be going home after Leon, um, to, to see the family on the way back to Australia. Um, so I'll be going to Canada on the way back to Australia. Yeah. And I think um, my wife made a comment that my grandma's probably already started baking and getting <laughs> all, the, all the treats ready for when I get there. I bet she has. Wow, it'll be Hail the Conquering Hero because <laughs> no matter what happens in Leon, it's an extraordinary achievement to even be going there. So, um yeah. I bet they're very proud. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They are. Um, look, Alex, thank you so much for your time. Um, I wish you bonne chance in Lyon. Um, it you. sounds as though you've done everything you possibly can to be prepared. So <laughs> um, I look forward to hearing how it all goes. And, um, and yeah, thanks so much for sharing this with us. No worries. Thank you for the chat. I look forward to talking more when I get back. Absolutely. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Conversation with a Chef with Alex McIntosh, the Bocuse d'Or finalist about to go and cook his heart out in Lyon. You can check out his food on Instagram at Alexander McIntosh, that's all one word. 
uh, Macintosh is M-C-I-N-T-O-S-H. And if you liked what you heard, I'm on Instagram at Conversation with a Chef and I post every time I publish so you can keep up to date with new chef chats that come out. You can also read the chat at www.conversationwithachef.com. I would love it a lot if you told a friend about my chats. And of course, you can follow me on Apple and Spotify podcasts. Once again, thanks so much for listening and have a great day.